0: lovers. Emily Henry. One summer. Two rivals. A plot twist they didn't see coming. Nora Stevens' life is books, she's read them all, and she is not that type of heroine. Not the plucky one, not the laid-back dream girl, and especially not the sweetheart. In fact, the only people Nora is a heroine for are her clients, for whom she lands enormous deals as a cutthroat literary agent, and her beloved little sister Libby which is why she agrees to go to Sunshine Falls North Carolina for the month of August when Libby begs her for a sisters trip away with visions of a small town transformation for Nora who she's convinced needs to become the heroine in her own story but instead of picnics and meadows or run-ins with a handsome country doctor or bulging-forearmed bartender Nora keeps bumping into Charlie Lastra a bookish brooding editor from back in the city it would be a meet cute if not for the fact that they've met many times and it's never been cute If Nora knows she's not an ideal heroine, Charlie knows he's nobody's hero, but as they are thrown together again and again, in a series of coincidences no editor worth their salt would allow, what they discover might just unravel the carefully crafted stories they've written about themselves. Dash. The X-Hex. Aaron Sterling. New York Times best-selling author Rachel Hawkins, writing as Aaron Sterling, casts a spell with a spine-tingling romance full of wishes, witches, and has gone wrong. Nine years ago, Vivian Jones nursed her broken heart like any young witch would—vodka, weepy music, bubble baths, and a curse on the horrible boyfriend. Sure, Vivi knows she shouldn't use her magic this way, but with only an orchard hair-eyed scented candle on hand, she isn't worried it will cause him anything more than a bad hair day or two. That is until Reese Penhallow, descendant of the town's ancestors, breaker of hearts, and annoyingly just as gorgeous as he always was, returns to Graves Glen, Georgia. What should be a quick trip to recharge the town's ley lines and make an appearance at the annual fall festival turns disastrously wrong. With one calamity after another striking Reese, Vivi realizes her silly little ex-hex may not have been so harmless after all. Suddenly, Graves Glen is under attack from murderous wind-up toys, a pissed-off ghost, and a talking cat with some interesting things to say. Vivi and Reese have to ignore their off the charts chemistry to work together to save the town and find a way to break the breakup curse before it's too late. The Bodyguard. Catherine Center. She's got his back. Hannah Brooks looks more like a kindergarten teacher than somebody who could kill you with a wine bottle opener. Or a ballpoint pen. Or a dinner napkin. But the truth is, she's an executive protection agent. AKA bodyguard, and she just got hired to protect superstar actor Jack Stapleton from his middle aged, corgi breeding stalker. He's got her heart. Jack Stapleton's a household name, captured by paparazzi on beaches the world over, famous for, among other things, rising out of the waves in all manner of clingy board shorts and glistening like a Roman deity. But a few years back, in the wake of a family tragedy, he dropped from the public eye and went off the grid. They've got a secret. When Jack's mom gets sick, he comes home to the family's Texas ranch to help out. Only one catch, he doesn't want his family to know about his stalker. Or the bodyguard thing. And so Hannah, against her will and her better judgment, finds herself pretending to be Jack's girlfriend as a cover. Even though her ex, like a jerk, says no one will believe it. What could possibly go wrong? Hannah hardly believes it, herself. But the more time she spends with Jack, the more real it all starts to seem. And there lies the heartbreak, because it's easy for Hannah to protect Jack, but protecting her own long-neglected heart—that's the hardest thing she's ever done. The X Talk, Rachel Lynn Solomon. Shay Goldstein has been a producer at her Seattle public radio station for nearly a decade, and she can't imagine working anywhere else. But lately, it's been a constant clash between her and her newest colleague, Dominic Yun. Who's fresh off a journalism master's program and convinced he knows everything about public radio? When the struggling station needs a new concept, Shay proposes a show that her boss green lights with excitement. On the X Talk, two exes will deliver relationship advice live on air. Their boss decides Shay and Dominic are the perfect co hosts, given how much they already despise each other. Neither loves the idea of lying to listeners, but it's this or unemployment. Their audience gets invested fast and it's not long before the X-Talk becomes a must-listen in Seattle and climbs podcast charts. As the show gets bigger, so does their deception, especially when Shay and Dominic start to fall for each other. In an industry that values truth, getting caught could mean the end of more than just their careers. Highly suspicious and unfairly cute. Talia Hibbert From the New York Times best-selling author of the Brown Sisters trilogy, Comes a laugh out loud story about a quirky content creator and a clean cut athlete testing their abilities to survive the great outdoors and each other. Bradley Graham is pretty much perfect. He's a star football player, manages his OCD well, enough, and comes out on top in all his classes, except the ones he shares with his ex best friend, Celine. Celine Bangura is conspiracy theory obsessed. Social media followers eat up her takes on everything from UFOs to holiday overconsumption yet she's still not cool enough for the popular kids' table. Which is why Brad abandoned her for the in-crowd years ago. At least, that's how Celine sees it. These days, there's nothing between them other than petty insults and academic rivalry. So when Celine signs up for a survival course in the woods, she's surprised to find Brad right beside her. Forced to work as a team for the chance to win a grand prize, these two teens must trudge through not just mud and dirt but their messy past. And as this adventure brings them closer together, they begin to remember the good bits of their history. But has too much time passed, or just enough to spark a whole new kind of relationship? Lunar Love Lauren Kung Jessen This sweet, enemies-to-lovers debut rom-com filled with Chinese astrology will undoubtedly prove to be a perfect match with readers of Helen Huang, Jasmine Guillory, and Helena Hunting. Always a matchmaker, never a match. Olivia Huang Christensen is excited-slash-terrified to be taking over her grandmother's matchmaking business. But when she learns that a new dating app has made her po-po's traditional Chinese zodiac approach all about animal attraction, her emotions skew more toward furious-slash-outraged. Especially when Ellie's most eligible bachelor Bennett O'Brien is behind the app that could destroy her family's legacy. Liv knows better than to fall for any guy let alone an infuriatingly handsome one who believes that traditions are meant to be broken. As the two businesses go head-to-head, Bennett and Liv make a deal, they'll find a match for each other, and whoever falls in love loses. But Liv is dealing with someone who is already adept at stealing business ideas, so what's stopping him from stealing her heart too? The Neighbor Favor Christina Forrest In this heart-fluttering romance by Christina Forrest, A shy bookworm enlists her charming neighbor to help her score a date, not knowing he's the obscure author she's been corresponding with. Shy, bookish, and admittedly awkward, Lily Green has always felt inadequate compared to the rest of her accomplished family, who strive for black excellence. She dreams of becoming an editor of children's books but has been frustratingly stuck in the nonfiction division for years without a promotion in sight. Lily finds escapism in her correspondences with her favorite fantasy author. And what begins as two lonely people connecting over email turns into a tentative friendship and possibly something else Lily won't let herself entertain until he ghosts her. Months later, still crushed but determined to take charge of her life, Lily seeks a date to her sister's wedding. And the perfect person to help her is Nick Brown, her charming, attractive new neighbor, whom she feels drawn to for unexplainable reasons. Little does she know that Nick is an author her favorite fantasy author. Nick who has his reasons for using a pen name and for pushing people away, soon realizes that the beautiful, quiet woman from down the hall is the same Lily he fell in love with over email months ago. Unwilling to complicate things even more between them, he agrees to set her up with someone else, though this simple favor between two neighbors is anything but not when he can't get her off his mind. The Friend Zone number 2 The Happy Ever After Playlist Abby Jimenez Two years after losing her fiancé, Sloan Monroe still can't seem to get her life back on track. But one trouble-making pup with a take-me-home look in his eyes is about to change everything. With her new pet by her side, Sloan finally starts to feel more like herself. Then, after weeks of unanswered texts, Tucker's owner reaches out. He's a musician on tour in Australia. And bottom line, he wants Tucker back. Well, Sloan's not about to give up her dog without a fight. But what if this Jason guy really loves Tucker? As their flirty texts turn into long calls, Sloan can't deny a connection. Jason is hot and nice and funny. There's no telling what could happen when they meet in person. The question is, with his music career on the rise, how long will Jason really stick around? And is it possible for Sloan to survive another heartbreak? From the USA Today best-selling author of The Friend Zone comes an adorable and fresh romantic comedy about one troublemaking dog who brings together two perfect strangers. The Dead Romantics Ashley Poston A New York Times Notable Book of 2022 The New York Times Bestseller and Good Morning America Book Club Pick A disillusioned millennial ghostwriter who, quite literally, has some ghosts of her own, has to find her way back home in this sparkling adult debut from national bestselling author Ashley Poston. Florence Day is the ghostwriter for one of the most prolific romance authors in the industry, and she has a problem— after a terrible breakup, she no longer believes in love. It's as good as dead. When her new editor, a too handsome mountain of a man, won't give her an extension on her book deadline, Florence prepares to kiss her career goodbye. But then she gets a phone call she never wanted to receive, and she must return home for the first time in a decade to help her family bury her beloved father. For ten years, she's run from the town that never understood her, and even though she misses the sound of a warm southern night in her eccentric, Loving family in their funeral parlor, she can't bring herself to stay. Even with her father gone, it feels like nothing in this town has changed. And she hates it. Until she finds a ghost standing at the funeral parlor's front door, just as broad and infuriatingly handsome as ever, and he's just as confused about why he's there as she is. Romance is most certainly dead. But so is her new editor, and his unfinished business will have her second guessing everything she's ever known about love stories. Bright Falls No. 1. Delilah Green Doesn't Care. Ashley Herring Blake. A clever and steamy queer romantic comedy about taking chances and accepting love, with all its complications, by debut author Ashley Herring Blake. Delilah Green swore she would never go back to Bright Falls, nothing is there for her but memories of a lonely childhood where she was little more than a burden to her cold and distant stepfamily. Her life is in New York, with her photography career finally gaining steam and her bed never empty. Sure, it's a different woman every night, but that's just fine with her. When Delilah's estranged stepsister, Astrid, pressures her into photographing her wedding with a guilt trip and a five-figure check, Delilah finds herself back in the godforsaken town that she used to call home. She plans to breeze in and out, but then she sees Claire Sutherland, one of Astrid's stuck-up besties, and decides that maybe there's some fun and a little retribution— to be had in Bright Falls, after all. Having raised her 11-year-old daughter mostly on her own while dealing with her unreliable ex and running a bookstore, Claire Sutherland depends upon a life without surprises. And Delilah Green is an unwelcome surprise, at first. Though they've known each other for years, they don't really know each other, so Claire is unsettled when Delilah figures out exactly what buttons to push. When they're forced together during a gauntlet of wedding preparations, including a plot to save Astrid from her horrible fiancé, Claire isn't sure she has the strength to resist Delilah's charms. Even worse, she's starting to think she doesn't want to. Marriage game number two. The dating plan. Sarah DeSai. Daisy Patel is a software engineer who understands lists and logic better than bosses and boyfriends. With her life all planned out, and no interest in love, the one thing she can't give her family is the marriage they expect. Left with few options, she asks her childhood crush to be her decoy fiancé. Liam Murphy is a venture capitalist with something to prove. When he learns that his inheritance is contingent on being married, he realizes his best friend's little sister has the perfect solution to his problem. A marriage of convenience will get Daisy's matchmaking relatives off her back and fulfill the terms of his late grandfather's will. If only he hadn't broken her tender teenage heart nine years ago. Sparks fly when Daisy and Liam go on a series of dates to legitimize their fake relationship. Too late, they realize that very little is convenient about their arrangement. History and chemistry aren't about to follow the rules of this engagement. Dangerous Damsels No. 1 The mysterious Society of Lady Scoundrels India Holton. A prim and proper lady thief must save her aunt from a crazed pirate and his dangerously charming henchman in this fantastical historical romance. Cecilia Basingwade is the ideal Victorian lady. She's also a thief. Like the other members of the Wisteria Society crime sorority, she flies around England drinking tea, blackmailing friends, and acquiring treasure by interesting means. Sure, she has a dark and traumatic past and an overbearing aunt, but all things considered, it's a pleasant existence until the men show up. Ned Lightbourne is a sometimes assassin who is smitten with Cecilia from the moment they meet. Unfortunately, that happens to be while he's under direct orders to kill her. His employer, Captain Morvath, who possesses a gothic abbey bristling with cannons and an unbridled hate for the world, intends to rid England of all its presumptuous women, starting with the Wisteria Society. Ned has plans of his own. But both men have made one grave mistake. Never underestimate a woman. When Morvath imperils the Wisteria Society, Cecilia is forced to team up with her handsome would-be assassin to save the women who raised her hopefully proving, once and for all, that she's as much of a scoundrel as the rest of them. London Calling Number 1. Boyfriend Material Alexis Hall. Wanted. One fake boyfriend. Practically perfect in every way. Luke O'Donnell is tangentially and reluctantly famous. His rock star parents split when he was young and the father he's never met spent the next 20 years cruising in and out of rehab. Now that his dad's making a comeback, Luke's back in the public eye and one compromising photo is enough to ruin everything. To clean up his image, Luke has to find a nice, normal relationship, and Oliver Blackwood is as nice and normal as they come. He's a barrister, an ethical vegetarian, And he's never inspired a moment of scandal in his life. In other words, perfect boyfriend material. Unfortunately, apart from being gay, single, and really, really in need of a date for a big event, Luke and Oliver have nothing in common. So they strike a deal to be publicity friendly, fake, boyfriends until the dust has settled. Then they can go their separate ways and pretend it never happened. But the thing about fake dating is that it can feel a lot like real dating. And that's when you get used to someone. Start falling for them. Don't ever want to let them go. The Merrywell Sisters No. 1 Never fall for your fiancé. Virginia Heath The first in a new historical rom-com series, a handsome earl hires a fake fiancé to keep his matchmaking mother at bay, but hilarity ensues when love threatens to complicate everything. The last thing Hugh Standish, Earl of Farham, ever wants is a wife. Unfortunately for him, His mother is determined to find him one, even from across the other side of the ocean. So, Hugh invents a fake fiancé to keep his mother's matchmaking ways at bay. But when Hugh learns his interfering mother is on a ship bound for England, he realizes his complicated, convoluted but convenient ruse is about to implode. Until he collides with a beautiful woman, who might just be the miracle he needs. Minerva Marywell has had to struggle to support herself and her two younger sisters ever since their feckless father abandoned them. Work as a woodcut engraver is few and far between, and the Marywell sisters are nearly penniless. So, when Hugh asks Minerva to pose as his fiancé while his mother is visiting, she knows that while the scheme sounds ludicrous, the offer is too good to pass up. Once Minerva and her sisters arrive at Hugh's estate, of course, nothing goes according to his meticulous plan. As hilarity and miscommunication ensue, while everyone tries to keep their tangled stories straight— Hugh and Minerva's fake engagement starts to turn into a real romance. But can they trust each other, when their relationship started with a lie? Regency Fairy Tales No. 1 Half a Soul Olivia Atwater It's difficult to find a husband in Regency England when you're a young lady with only half a soul. Ever since she was cursed by a fairy, Theodora Eddings has had no sense of fear or embarrassment, a condition which makes her prone to accidental scandal. Dora hopes to be a quiet, sensible wallflower during the London season, but when the strange, handsome and utterly uncouth Lord Sorcier discovers her condition, she is instead drawn into dangerous and peculiar fairy affairs. If Dora's reputation can survive both her curse and her sudden connection with the least-liked man in all of high society, then she may yet reclaim her normal place in the world. But the longer Dora spends with Elias Wilder, the more she begins to suspect that one may indeed fall in love— even with only half a soul. Bridgerton meets Hal's moving castle in this enchanting historical fantasy, where the only thing more meddlesome than fairies is a marriage minded mother. Dangerous Damsels No. 2 The League of Gentlewomen Witches. India Holton. Just when you thought it was safe to go back into the tea house. Miss Charlotte Pettifer belongs to a secret league of women skilled in the subtle arts. That is to say, although it must never be said, witchcraft. The League of Gentlewomen Witches strives to improve the world in small ways. Using magic, they tidy, correct, and manipulate according to their notions of what is proper. Entirely unlike those reprobates in Wisteria Society. When the long-lost amulet of Black Barrel is discovered, it is up to Charlotte, as the future leader of the League, to make sure the powerful talisman does not fall into the wrong hands. Therefore, it is most unfortunate when she crosses paths with Alex O'Reilly, a pirate who is no Mister Darcy. With all the world scrambling after the amulet, Alex and Charlotte join forces to steal it together. If only they could keep their pickpocketing hands to themselves. If Alex is not careful, he might just steal something else, such as Charlotte's heart. The Ruthless Lady's Guide to Wizardry C.M. Wagoner A charming historical fantasy with a tender love story at its core, from the author of Unnatural Magic. Hard-drinking petty thief Delaria Wells is down on her luck in the city of Lacecourt again. Then she sees a want-ad for a female bodyguard, and she fast talks her way into the high-paying job. Along with a team of other women, she's meant to protect a rich young lady from mysterious assassins. At first Delia thinks the danger is exaggerated, but a series of attacks shows there's much to fear. Then she begins to fall for win, one of the other bodyguards, and the women team up against a mysterious, magical foe who seems to have allies everywhere. The Roughest Draft Emily Wiberly, Austin Ziegemund Broca, They were co-writing literary darlings until they hit a plot hole that turned their lives upside down. Three years ago, Katrina Freeling and Nathan Van Hussen were the brightest literary stars on the horizon, their court and books topping bestseller lists. But on the heels of their greatest success, they ended their partnership on bad terms, for reasons neither would divulge to the public. They haven't spoken since, and never planned to, except they have one final book due on contract. Facing crossroads in their personal and professional lives, they're forced to reunite. The last thing they ever thought they'd do again is hole up in the tiny Florida town where they wrote their previous book, trying to finish a new manuscript quickly and painlessly. Working through the reasons they've hated each other for the past three years isn't easy, especially not while writing a romantic novel. While passion and prose push them closer together in the Florida heat, Katrina and Nathan will learn that relationships, like writing, sometimes take a few rough drafts before they get it right. Last Chance Books Kelsey Rodkey Don't you just love the smell of old books in the morning? Madeline Moore does. Books and more, the musty bookstore her family has owned for generations, is where she feels most herself. Nothing is going to stop her from coming back after college to take over the store from her beloved aunt. Nothing, that is, until a chain bookstore called Prologue opens across the street and threatens to shut them down. Madeline sets out to demolish the competition, but Jasper, the guy who works over at Prologue, seems intent on ruining her life. Not only is he taking her customers, he has the unbelievable audacity to be extremely cute. But that doesn't matter. Jasper is the enemy and he will be destroyed. After all, all's fair in love and, book, wars. Dash. All book covers and book summaries are from Goodreads. Related posts. Book releases I'm looking forward to in March. February 25, 2021. Book review last night at the Telegraph Club. September 5, 2021. Blog posts I read recently number 5. December twenty second, 2020. Latest Posts Part 1 Science Fiction and Fantasy Books by Black Authors. Will ChatGPT take over blogging? A big list of romance books to read for Valentine's Day, 2023. New released I'm excited about February 2023. January 2023 Recap. Subscribe. Type your email. Subscribe.